Today's third lesson reading comes from Luke, the 23rd chapter, verses 33 through 43. And it reads from the New Revised Standard Version. When they came to the place that is called the skull, they crucified Jesus there with the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they cast lots to divide his clothing. And the people stood by, watching. But the leaders scoffed at him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself if he is the Messiah of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him saying, this is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who were hanged there kept deriding him and saying, are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him saying, do you not fear God since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed have been condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replied, truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. The word of the Lord. And for a moment, I want to preach from the subject, Oh, Happy Day. You know, and this is not a catchphrase, and I'm not saying this because I'm a preacher and a pastor, but I love the Bible. Not only because of its truth, but how the stories continue to capture my attention. It is like the most riveting, suspenseful, edge-of-your-seat, full-of-joy-and-oh-wow movie wrapped up all in one. And with all its captivating messages and its twists and turns, how can one not continue to read and study it often? And in my opinion, my friends, it it is the most insightful and hopeful book that has ever been graciously given to humanity. And I further contend, my friends, it it contains uh, the most relevant ancient stories that are still practical for us in this present age. In fact, as I've often said, who needs another reality story when we can read or hear the stories of the Bible unfold? There's a lot of stuff going on in there. And this Luke story is a prime example of why I love the Bible and how it is still the most useful resource for our hope, peace, and happiness even today. 
And when we look at this Luke story, uh, we are immediately drawn into a dramatic scene where we find Jesus and, and two thieves as the featured characters. And as we're, we're watching and we're hearing this in this biblical story, we find that these three are nailed up high and lifted on a cross. And we find them in a place where the scripture tells us it is called the skull. And, and, and in, in, in study, we find out that the skull is a typical place where they would take the criminals and they would kill them. And as we're watching this and hearing this in this biblical text like a movie, at this place, we can picture and we can hear people jeering and taunting Jesus like people do to opposing players on a team at a sporting event. We can imagine uh, that Jesus perhaps felt a little sad. He felt a little anxious, and I believe it's safe to assume that he was probably tired. We will later find out in the text that he was thirsty, and I can also imagine that he probably felt a little emotional as well as some physical pain, because if we remember in the story that he went through some things just a few hours before he got to this moment. Indeed, my friends, this is a pretty grim place to be, especially if you're a criminal sentenced to death. Yet, yet, in the midst of despair and what appears to be a bad situation, we can hear Jesus in all of his compassion still asking the Father to forgive the people who are laughing and mocking at him. And the text reminds us what Jesus said. He says, Father, forgive them. For they do not know what they are doing. And then in the text we, we can hear the two thieves starting to speak. We find that one of these thieves asked Jesus, he said, Man, are you not the Messiah? If you are the Messiah that they talk about, why won't you free yourself and why won't you free us? And likewise, we find the other thief. He, we find him recognizing that Jesus is not a criminal. He reminds the other thieves and perhaps the people uh, standing below that this man, Jesus, didn't do anything. And he looks at Jesus and he says, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And you know, I thought about that a little, a little further when I was doing my study, even before we, we, we started to feel what that thief was saying. But I, I, I thought about the dramatic scene and all the things that was happening before the thief asked Jesus for this favor. I thought about how some of us may find ourselves in places where we are often misunderstood. Some of us may find our 
ourselves in places where we're being ridiculed and we're being mocked. And it's during these times uh, uh, perhaps some of us may not feel like getting out of bed. Some of us probably have given up on properly taking care of ourselves. In fact, some of us were, are doing those times are, are probably ready to throw in the towel. Or maybe during those dismal times, you may not feel like you want to be around others. And truthfully, in my sense of transparency, I get all of that. And without, without going into a, a, a long dissertation, about 25 years ago, I was that person. I was that person who felt like the whole world was caving in all around me. I was that person who was depressed. I was that person who was insecure. I was that person that felt a sense of hopelessness for so many reasons. But it's also during those times, Tom, when I remembered the stories about a saving man and a vine man called Jesus. I remember the stories I heard in Sunday school. I remember those experiences from VBS, and I remember those messages from my childhood pastor. During those times, I started to remember how someone told me that there was hope and a blessed assurance in Jesus. It was doing these times and these moments of reflection and recollection when I started finding my hope and my joy again. I even remembered the story of how my mother told me uh, that I was baptized as an infant. And I could even recall my confirmation as a teenager. My friends... It is here and now where we can feel the heart of that one thief when he acknowledged Jesus as the Lord of forgiveness and the Lord of eternal life. It is there at the cross in the midst of his own hanging situation and his death sentence, the thief asked Jesus to remember him. By the response of Jesus, we know that Jesus did not condemn him uh, like some of us have a tendency to do to others. Jesus didn't even hold that man in contempt for the crimes that he had committed. But rather, Jesus gave him a promise and a gift when he said, truly, I tell you, Today you will be with me in paradise. And in the twinkling of an eye, as we're listening to the story and we're imagining this story, we can see what appeared to be a day of gloom, a day of doom, a day of despair, has now turned into a day of joy, a day of hope and a day of happiness. Oh, what a happy day. A happy day for the thief who was given the hope of eternal life even while he was still alive. And my friends, it's here and now where we also can find our happy day and our hope in eternal life. 
We can find peace and happiness right now in Jesus Christ. We don't have to wait until we die. We can find that joy. We can find that peace. We can find that happiness right now if we commit our lives and our way to the Lord. And it starts when we acknowledge our need for divine grace. It starts when we get baptized once. It starts when we remember our baptism and and we start to be glad in it. Our hearts, our hope, our peace, Jody, our happiness can only be found in Jesus Christ. Even when life matters or situations appear to be doom and gloom, there is still hope. A day of doom for the one thief became a happy day of eternity. And we can have the same eternal joy right now, again, if we commit ourselves and commit our lives to Jesus Christ. Let us repent. A word that we don't talk about often. But likewise, let us receive God's grace through the sacraments of baptism, communion, and all other means of grace. Let us be reconciled to God and reconciled to one another. This day, my friends, and all days should be a happy day, knowing that Jesus was thinking of us when he sacrificed his life for us. And let us resound the lyrics in an old gospel song that states, When I think about the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for me, our souls, like my soul, should cry out, Hallelujah. Thank God for saving me. And in closing, my friends, with all the passion in me, with all the plea in me, Let us rejoice because Jesus remembered us and his love is still going and going. We are not alone. And there is hope if we can simply believe and keep the faith. Indeed, today, Grace, is a happy day. And let us rejoice and be glad in it because Jesus is indeed Lord of all creation. Wow! What a wonderful, blessed assurance, my friends. And I hope we acknowledge and accept him today so your new life of happiness can begin or be restored. Amen.